Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies. Welcome to Bit Season Episode 5. I'm Drab T-Shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. And I'm Awad. Our producer, Adam Epstein. Yeah, our awesome producer. Our distinguished producer. Still sticking around. Thank you guys for uh, downloading the show. Yes, and a you... milestone for downloads. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this, we've eclipsed 50,000 downloads Woo-hoo! for Bit Season. That's a pretty big deal. I like it a lot. That means you guys are spreading the word, uh, telling your buddies about it. So thank you very much for uh, downloading and listening to Bit Season and sticking with us through five episodes. Yeah, we have a lot of momentum. It was a huge week on the show, and we want to say thank you to Nat from Wave Soda. We love Nat. show is sponsored by Wave Soda. Super refreshing, low sugar, and a little bit of caffeine. Check out San Diego's solution to a better-for-you soda. Wave Soda is a perfect beverage to pair with your meals and your cocktails, and we got some big news for the Bit Season listeners. What is it, Valdez? That if you use promo code BIT uh, when you order your Wave Soda, you don't get 15%. You get 16%. <laughs> I love it. It's so petty. <laughs> it is. I love it. It reminds me of uh, the eight-minute abs routine with Harold Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why don't they come up with seven-minute abs? Yep. That's us, one-uppers. So if, you like, if you're enjoying bit season, we don't get anything for this, but it would be nice to know that uh, Nat knows that people are checking out bit season yeah. and, and Love & Wave Soda as well. And we love Nat, and Nat's very supportive of us, and I appreciate his text messages encouraging us and everything. So we love Nat, and we want you to support Nat. 
As you guys know, we record the show on Thursday, and this week, the Thursday show, there was a lot of energy. It it was were pretty loose, spectacular. It was loose, loosey goosey, and people were getting after it. And there was a lot of joning, definitely joning. And actually, I was in the crosshairs from the very beginning of the show, and I didn't really understand it. Not even from the beginning of the show, Awad. From 5 a.m. when we get here, I, I, the joning I saw, had immediately started. I I saw uh, Drab walk in. All right, and. I had my head buried in the computer, and Drab had this S-eating grin on his face. All right? <laughs> That's not why I was yeah, smiling. He was, he was smiling at 5 o'clock in the morning when he walked in, <laughs> and I was like, why are you smiling? And then I finally saw his Eddie Bauer sweatshirt. And at first, I was looking at it, and I thought it was like an MTV Moon Man thing. <laughs> it kind of looks like uh, like Buzz Aldrin on the moon yeah, flag. a little bit. All right, it kind of looks like the VMA award, the Moon Man, but he had to explain to me that he's got Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Harry and the Hendersons uh, holding the American flag <laughs> on his uh, sweatshirt, his overpriced sweatshirt. First of all, not overpriced. It was on clearance. <laughs> I can see why it was on clearance. I bought it right after the 4th of July at Eddie Bauer. I knew I had to save Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They put that out, on a sweater out on 4th of July? Well, you know, in the Pacific Northwest where this retailer originates from, it's a little bit cooler on the coast. So, uh, yeah. maybe I didn't, they, know, I didn't know the Puget Sound was 30 degrees. Not 30, but I, you know what? I had to wait till fall to wear it. It, 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 you it, had that in your closet, and... but I, I didn't. I didn't necessarily wear it because it was bit season. Did your wife pick that out, or she did actually you? doesn't even know I own this? I was actually <laughs> so ashamed that I bought this. So not ashamed, was, but so yeah. so uh, he knows it's ugly. Hold on, it was such a questionable purchase that I immediately stashed it in the drawer underneath all the other free sweatshirts that I have. And today was uh, just the day where I said, you know what, I, I I'll, I'll try it out. Every once in a while, we all have a new look that we want to try out to see how it goes over. Some of them are hits, some of them are not. You remind me of a little child whose uh, <laughs> parents dress up for some sort of occasion. I'm not giving up on it yet. I remember one time I came in here many years ago wearing a like a newsy hat. A cap? Yeah, and yeah I like a cabbie? No, yeah, I didn't think anybody would notice or care, and I got joned on for an hour straight on, on Big O and Dukes. And I never wore it again. Of course. You look like a Christmas story. One I don't like kids. this place. I don't like this place. Everyone you, everyone has an eye out, try, yeah. just basically sharpening their knives and daggers in the corner, just waiting for something new to happen. So that they can pounce on it. I don't, like this. Yeah. I don't like that people at real jobs or people who live in the city, urbanites, they can wear on, on the, try out the latest fashion trends. Right. And, 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 you know, nobody cares or says anything. But if I wear a sweatshirt in here with Bigfoot on it, it's the story <laughs> of the day. If, if you wore, here's what's so funny. If he was, if you were at a real office, and you wore that on a casual Friday with your slacks. Right. You would be getting so many compliments yeah, and high fives yeah. and everything. Yeah. And you you come strutting into uh, the radio studio wearing that. The crosshairs are on you. Let me tell you, when I bump into Sam <laughs> Sam Weiner later today in the break room, he's going to give me a fist pound. Yeah, you, you, he's you, gonna two, love you two frat bros are going <laughs> to yeah. be wearing. Because Sam, wear, Sam wears uh, whale vineyard vines belts and... And salmon-colored shirts. Hey, let's not get Val let Valdez off the hook, though. I know what he's doing as well, because I said something to him last week about how he was looking a little sloppy on the videos, and he was commenting on on his yellow teeth and stuff, but he's also wearing, like, 
T-shirts and old T-shirts and stuff. So I said something. And then he told me earlier this week that he went out to Marshall's and bought a bunch of new polos for bit season. The camera element adds a whole lot to uh, everything. Oh, and our, I need our 15-second clips. Our 15-second clips. I, that has me self-conscious. I have a pimple on my chin cheek right now. Right here. Well, your 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 uh, five o'clock shadow is is hiding it. Yes, exactly. That's why I didn't shave. But uh, I had a pimple. I went to Marshalls. I got some flannels for fall, and hey, I'm going to be wearing those on Thursday. We're now. on TV every day. Why do we care about? Bit we're Caesar? not on TV every day. Well, most days, if we want to be, we can be. Um, I don't uh, because the clips are m- more intimate. They are. You know, we, we got a camera stuck in the corner. It l- looks like some uh some voyeur has a hidden camera. Awad's very upset about the new cameras, by the way. He's, he's like a video snob, and so he says that NBC Sports Washington still is— They, they went cheap. cheap. I mean, look, they're using Logitech. I mean, th- that <laughs> company hasn't been silly since 2005. I think okay. Logitech made the first webcams. Yeah, it did. But here's the thing about yeah. Drab's outfit, okay? All right. You and Valdez, yeah, yeah, I want to hear, I, I, I hear your I want to get your take on this because I felt this way about Drab T-shirt for a long time, and he's going to get upset when I say this. Here we go. Drab T-shirt <laughs> is a poser. He's just posing as the hottest fashion trend. You know, uh, he, he tries to look like whatever what all the rappers are looking like, all the hot <laughs> singers are looking like. Like Justin Bieber would wear a shirt like that, man. That. You can't pull I that will, off. You're I almost 40 say, years old. <laughs> I will say, a 40-year-old does not wear that type of sweatshirt. But I don't know if... I bought it from Eddie Bauer. Who did you only, rip off? Only, who no, who only, did you rip off? Only lame old white guys <laughs> shop at Eddie Bauer. I'm not trying to be Biebs or a rapper AWOD. It's, I just I, I liked it. What are you doing in Eddie Bauer? I was on my way to finish line. And I, <laughs> and I saw it. How I many saw, zaddies I, did you see in Eddie Bauer? No, there's not any zaddies there. Just a bunch of old guys that think that they, you know, they want to go hiking on the weekends. It's just, it, you know what? You know I bet what? you're fine. I'll just go back to wearing Radio.com free hoodies that we that we get from here. You know, if you wore that with some uh, dark brown corduroys, you would be you would be zaddy material. I think it accentuates my man. I think that's the real reason why I'm not going to wear it. Again. I mean, I think if you had long flowing hair, you could pull as a high schooler right now. Well, that's a pro- my hair left a long time ago. I, I think it, I think the the fact that he has a hat. With it on, like a sporting hat. But the hat matches. I will give him that. Like, Drab's big on matching well, colors. It, covers, it matches, but just the hat is kind of weird. That's all. <laughs> it's a Gonzaga hat. No, I just mean it's kind of like, like a sophisticated. I didn't, know, I didn't know people care about my outfit this much. I mean, <laughs> they do. You know. Right. Well, we join on the guys all the time for what they're wearing. So yeah, it's, o- it's only fair to... Uh, get attacked some will, of the time. I will say, if we're talking about outfits now, yeah, I want to start bringing back vests because I think vests are awesome. Yeah, he's been selling me yeah. on wearing. I'm, vests I'm so out on vests. What is he thinking? Speaking of old men, like, why would any of us wear a vest? Yeah, tell because me some pros it, for vests. because it gets chilly. All right. Well, I love vests because it's, it's it, 83 it, degrees in this room right now. <laughs> well, that's because you have the thermometer on health. <laughs> the thermometer, <laughs> whatever the thermostat on All health. All right, tell me on vests. All right. So vests accentuate your arms, just make them look bigger. All right, it's sleeveless <laughs> vest, quarter zip vest, or a full zip vest, either one. All right, and what they do is they hide your man boobs and tummy. Well, because, I'm into that because the vests are, aren't as tight as the shirt, and when the shirt sticks out, it's tight, so it makes your arms look massive. 
But why wouldn't I just wear something with sleeves? I'm already out of shape. I don't want anybody looking at my arms. No, no, no. It makes your arms look better. Because right. the vest the vest is covering over all the bad stuff. When I think of a vest, I think of like um who's the Ohio State coach? Right now? No, the guy who wore the vest oh, all the uh, time. Jim Trestle. Trestle, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a silly look. <laughs> That's yeah. a silly pool for a non-sports podcast. Yeah, that is that is pretty good. By but the way, I, rundown filled with sports stuff that Adam wanted to talk about. You want to talk about Ron Rivera? Hey, that's going to be our day, uh, our weekly thing is we cross off all the stuff that Adam puts but mine, on. It was a non-sports angle. Valdez took like five shots at the head coach of the Washington football <laughs> team this week, calling him a DEA informant, and we're not going to talk about it? <laughs> that's bet- bitsy's and material. Look, the, a lot of people don't realize that satire and hyperbole are a part of the comedy <laughs> element. You, you think that you actually you really wound Adam up like he was believing you that? He, <laughs> I think I think I think dollars like Adam believe that I think that he's a DEA agent. No, but I I think Valdez really believes that Ron got a phone call and said, hey, "Get out, get out the building." Somebody's oh, coming. I believe that. Of course. Yeah. I definitely believe that. You think Ryan washes his car in the middle of film yeah, session? Yeah, think about it. Come on. On a Friday afternoon, yeah. it was fishy. Ron Rivera's at a car wash. All right, crossing that off the list right now. <laughs> he wants to talk about Taylor Heineke, I'm sure. I don't want to do that. No. Nah. Um, so we, we so this week we are talking on the show about um, a lot of food talk, which we uh, that's some of my favorite content on the show. And it's Ooh. been it's been a relatively new thing on the show where EB gives his food reviews. What some of the things he's reviewed recently are the chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, he's big on uh, fast food reviews. Right, was he the Burger King chicken sandwich? And, and the, yeah, and that uh, not only that, but the nuggets as well. The nuggets, yep. And and then he gets um, he's in the chicken war. He's, he's in the chicken he's war. De- definitely entrenched in the chicken war. And then this past weekend, he was all hyped up because he was going to go to Pepe's in New Haven and try the world famous. Pizza from uh, from New Haven. A and pizza, by the way, a pizza, a pizza. And the oh, by the way, <laughs> Eric's a stoolie, and it's so like weird because this is like goes back to his like him growing having a mullet and thinking like he's a twenty year old lacrosse player. Eric is a stoolie, he's and a hardcore stoolie. It's so like he's fifty five years old, but he pretends not to be. Like he's like, oh, I had to download the dumb one bite app. No, no. He's the world's oldest stoolie. <laughs> and so he's getting a kick out. Like he he loves Dave Portnoy. And so he wanted to do his own one bite review. And he knows that Dave's big on New Haven pizza. And so that's how he knows about it. And so that's why he wanted to. See, and he knew all the names of all the places up there, Pepe's and Sally's and, and all the places that he could try out this new style of pizza, apparently. Well, I, well first of all, I feel like an idiot. Because I didn't know New Haven pizza was a thing. I only knew it was a thing because I had seen it before on those pizza reviews. But if you would have asked me three years ago, I had no idea what New Haven pizza was. All, all I knew is that New York has good pizza. There's a deep dish pizza in Chicago somewhere. And then California Pizza Kitchen. That's about the only <laughs> thing I know about pizza. And you say you, you know about Detroit pizza. Well, I know about Detroit pizza from the commercials that you had never heard about until Pizza never Hut. Never heard on. about it until Pizza Hut did the commercials. They got all kinds of frozen pizzas that say Detroit style pizza, nev- Detroit Pizza Company. How is it different than Chicago style? Just put the, they, they put the sauce on top. Isn't that what you do it in Chicago style? The no, deep Chicago dish? is just deep dish. It's like the tomato pie is There's, underneath, yeah, and then deeper the cheese, crust cheese is on top. Like, it's like a yeah, that's like a deep, deep crust. It's like a lasagna almost. There's all kinds. There's uh, you there's, also you mentioned a St. Louis there pizza. Is a Saint I've Louis never heard pizza. of St. Louis pizza. I've never had pizza. it. It's it's they don't use mozzarella cheese. They use their own style of cheese. 
What's a cheese what, I've never even heard of. I don't even know the name of it. I just know that they use their own style of cheese that you can't get anywhere but St. Louis. It's some, like, white plasticky cheese thing. I don't even know the name of it. It's like a Velveeta type cheese. Like a Whiz, almost. Yeah, it's like, I think it's fake cheese. Oh, that sounds trifling. It's Provol processed cheese. There you go. Is there any other pizzas that I don't know about? Um, is there? Not, a, is there sure a Chesa- there uh, is there a Chesapeake pizza? Well, everyone has like the regional, like they'll put their regional toppings on it. Uh-huh. But I don't think that makes it a style of pizza. Uh, like you could have a che- you could have a crab pizza, right? But I've had that before. Or sti- pizza. Styling yeah. of the pizza is more about the crust. You got your hand tossed, your crispy. Stuffed right. crust. I feel like a pe- I feel like a pizza idiot. You kind of are a little bit. Not as big of an idiot as JP, who can't figure out the difference between <laughs> margarita and cheese. <laughs> How many times did he say that this week? He was. Uh, Isn't a margarita cheese? Yeah, he kept saying margarita with tomatoes pizza. and basil. You idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically yeah. It has tomato as your sauce on it. Margarita pizza does not have sauce. I know that. It just basically has a tomato. A tomato, sliced mozzarella, and basil. Right. And right. olive oil, I'm sure, is all over it. But we, EB explained to him 10 times, and, and I helped out, what New Haven pizza was. <laughs> I could understand if you didn't really know what it was. We told him 10 times, and then he just kept saying over and over again, I don't know what New Haven-style pizza is. <laughs> it was ricking me to no ends. Of course you don't know what it is. We're telling you what it is. Just it's listen clam to It's clam pizza. It's We're, white clam pizza, basically. But white what, cl- clam was pizza. tilting. When he was like scared to get in line, he didn't want to sit outside. He, he didn't want to eat by himself. But, I like, like the, normal I like people picture, do this. Stuff. I like the the image in my head of homeless looking E B sitting in the corner of a pizzeria that that's run down and old school, and then him eating or ordering two whole pizzas for himself and eating one slice of, of, <laughs> yeah. of the clam pizza. Right? Then didn't he? Didn't that's all he ate of it? Wasn't no, it? He, I ate he, he, of it. I oh, he, he did eat half, half of each. He ate half of both. Yeah. Oh, but okay. I, I just imagine him sitting in the corner, hey, hey, Miss Waitress, can you come help me out? Like, he, he can't read the menu like a normal person. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to give him that hard of a time. It is a, kind of a special place. You what was the last sure. time you asked a waitress for help on a menu? Well, look, if you're if you're making this retreat to get this special kind of food or special thing, you want to be 100% sure you get the authentic whatever. Like, I've never, like, I've never gotten a Pat or Gino's cheesesteak. But if I went there, you better I, get a wit whiz. Yeah, exactly. Right. I would make sure I ask a million questions and I get it exactly how people order it. There. Can I tell you something about restaurants? So I'm going to give you a tip that actually will change your life. All right. When you go to a restaurant, my wife taught me this, and you and you're going back and forth on two different items. Not a legendary restaurant. Just say you're going to like Bertucci's or something. Right. Right. And you say, "What do you recommend?" Oh, I, I'm looking at these two items. That's I'm lo- a great move. I'm looking at the the <laughs> Alfredo pasta, and I'm looking at the chicken parm here. Which one do you, would you like? Which one would you get? They are going to tell you their opinion, and you are going to order what they tell you to almost every single time. Correct. And as soon as that food comes, you're going to say, damn, I wish I got the chicken parm. <laughs> oh. Drab, they're and upselling ru- you. No, they're telling you no, to no, buy not, the more no, expensive they, they one. Just tell you, no, not all the time. No, That's they, what they, I was know. a waiter, and they told us at Uncle Julio's, Upsell up them. Tell them to get the Jalisco. It's the most expensive on the menu. No, no. If I'm asking you two between two different things, I'm giving you an option. Which one? Which one yeah, would you not, recommend, not, waiter? Uh, what would you? Uh, what would you get? I, I understand any kind of options, but you're if you're stuck between the two, you ask them which one, which. Or- every time, every time you'll eat it and you'll be like, "Damn, 
I wish. No. So don't ask. Here's your tip. Don't <laughs> ask. Just pick one. Pick the one that you're leaning towards. No, I always thought it's good to ask because they they know how the sausage is made in the back. No, they're like they t- know they know which one is gross and is disgusting and sitting in filth all day. No, that's that's not true. They they they're, they're going to tell you the one they like. Their their personal taste. Your taste is different than theirs. Just get the one that you already know you're leaning towards. Because <laughs> you'll have FOMO. Yes, you'll you'll get it. You'll be like FOMO. this 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 parm. You know, Alfredo sucks. I should have got the chicken parm. Yeah, but look, here's the restaurant tip. I'm the real fat one in the room here. You go into a restaurant. You get your eyes out, and you look at every single table when you're walking in. You see what's the most popular thing on the menu. Oh, he's ordering the chicken. You know, he's got the parm. He's got the spaghetti. You see what everyone's ordering, and you order whatever is most popular. Hey, were you upset that the Junks had all this pizza talk and you weren't involved? Yeah, I mean, there was no pizza banging drop. That was terrible producing by you. Drab, you know, has me on speed dial every day to call me and tell me I'm late, but didn't want to get me to chime in on pizza talk. What do you know about New Haven pizza? I, I know it's silly. I know, I know it's I, silly. I know everything there is to know about pizza. All right? I know the sauces. I know the toppings. I know what I know a difference between a cured pepperoni and an uncured pepperoni. Wow. <laughs> really impressive stuff. <laughs> Pizza's you're, always been. You're a regular Papa John. <laughs> Um, so then we were, it was a, we were talking about the food, uh, the pizza stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of food. And then discussion. Valdez and I started talking, um, because this past weekend Valdez made nachos. Yes. I made nachos we for the Ravens. We talked about it on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was on the show, but I, I made nachos, uh, for the Ravens Broncos game. Sometimes we're doing our own show so much and we're so <laughs> we into it. Yeah, we, I can't separate what's going on in that room and, and what we, we said pro- on the air. I will say this. We probably didn't talk about uh, talk about it on air because it was a Redskins Monday. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, a, no shtick allowed on, on uh, Victory Mondays. It, it is tough to, to, to get in uh, non-sports, even though we do aim to do non-Washington football team segments at least once an hour on those days. Now, most of the time, it's JP doing the Blitz, but we try <laughs> to cram in at least one uh, non-sports story. But we usually, try. it's like the parlay or something at 945. We, we have try. no control on right. Mondays. But anyways, I made, I made this nacho plate uh, on Sunday. And I was telling Drab about it because I, when I was enjoying my nachos, all I could think about was Drabby because Drab is the, is the nacho connoisseur. You say you're the pizza connoisseur, the pizza expert. Drab, I would say, is the king of nachos. He knows everything about nachos. He knows what makes a great nacho plate. So I look up to him and his nacho expertise. Can I tell you something? What? I know I've I've left a mark on this world. If people are thinking about me when they're eating nachos, which is one of the top meals in the world, the, the, Lamar Jackson is yeah. throwing three uh, three hundred yards, and I'm thinking about Drab's big lips while I'm uh, scarfing down he, my nachos. He's wanting to know if I would approve of these nachos or what I what would I would change about it. Right, it actually makes me feel good. Right. We're talking and, pizza nonstop for an hour straight on the show. Not one person thinks of Awad exactly because he's irrelevant. Yeah, <laughs> but. But I, I was eating my nachos, and I didn't want to text Drab. I said, you know what? I'm going to wait until Monday because the Seahawks game is on, and I don't want to distract him Thank with you. my nachos. <laughs> so I'm going to wait till Monday. Let me hurry up and snap a picture of this before I dig in. All right? And I presented the nachos to Drab, and how would you have graded them? Spectacular. Really? You, I was actually... Do you have a photo on you right now that I can put into the video? But here's also the problem. Valdez has made me nachos before, and they were some of the worst nachos I've ever had. (laughs) And that's honestly, and that eats at my soul. 
And I he actually, wants to redo. Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember that was an on-air story, like a couple years yes, ago. You guys hung out. Yes, for and weren't they playoff. soggy? Yeah, I made soggy nachos because mm. I uh, prepped them about uh, two hours before I went over his house. Right, you should have made them at my house. E- exactly, and I I will never live that day down. And I'm always overcompensating by trying to make the best nachos possible. And and here's the problem. He wants a redo. He wants a second shot at but, showing me that he can make nachos. But that means I have to hang out with Drab, and I don't know if I want to do that. We never see each other after Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we see so it's not going to happen. No. But, um, so I want you to listen to this nacho plate that I made. Okay. All right, and try not to <laughs> your pants, <laughs> Drab. All right. All right, write that down. <laughs> yeah. um, so I made the store-bought nachos. Or not the store-bought nachos, but the ones like they make on site. They Torti- put in the bag. The tor- t- bought yeah, tortilla yeah, chips. The tortilla chips. Yeah. Not like Tostito scoops. No, but like Safeway brand or something like that. Yeah, it's the, the freshly made chips. You know, if you actually really wanted me to blow me away, you would have made them yourself. It's not hard. I know. Not, it's, I, you wait, you, know make, your, make, you tor- make your own chips? Yeah, you don't know how to make your own chips? How do you think no. you make tortilla chips? I, I Wow. Um, <laughs> okay, so I would think that you would... Take a cor- tortilla, you would fry it in the uh, on the stove, and then cut it into six slices. <laughs> Make a little chip, like a fried <laughs> chip. Yeah. I think no, I'm close. Not really. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I laid those out in the cast iron skillet. I had some flank steak left over that I uh, cubed up. Where I... are you getting? Where are you, where are you eating flank steak? What is I have you? steak all the time. I, I actually. I want to know where Valdez is getting his money from. What do you mean? Because he doesn't he use I Lurch's know, meat, guys. I know what I eat for dinner, <laughs> and it's cheap ass bottom of the barrel food, like uh, ground beef. Maybe on a maybe ground beef one night a week if I'm feeling good. You know how if you gotta I, know how to shop. You don't know how to shop. I'm eating box macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I'm eating top ramen and stuff. I'm eating like a poor man. Valdez, I. He doesn't. I don't know exactly what he makes. I know he doesn't make more, you know, enough money where he's eating steak five nights a week all the time. Valdez is out I buying do, steaks. I do enjoy he's, steak. He's buying crab, seafood for forty dollars a container. It's all no. It's all on sale. It's, yeah, it might, no. But I've heard his story. Doesn't he go and it's like it expires in thirty minutes yeah. and then he'll buy the meat. Yeah, I get that. He gets <laughs> it right before it expires. I know, but he makes these. He makes these meals. With 17 Dra- ingredients Drab, in Drab just can't understand how I have leftover steak laying around that I can put on a nacho plate. It, it bothers me. <laughs> if I make a meal, three, four ingredients tops. Valdez, he's got, he's buying every vegetable. He's buying every. Uh, it looks like a Wolfgang he's buying, puck. He's buying all the cilantro and the parsley. He's buying <laughs> so much wasted food he just throws out at the end of the week. I know he does. Uh, he's, no. For, for one, he's one of these meals. But, uh, so I cube my steak. Yeah. All right, let me, let me all get right, that. Right, give it to my nachos. I cubed the steak up, put it on there. I cut up some red uh, red bell pepper and some onions, and I put it on top there. I scorch some shishito peppers. All right, on the grill. He just likes saying shishito peppers. What is like we're going to be Valdez. blown away by that. All right, so I scorch some shishito peppers that I dice up. <laughs> All right, I got a good guac and sour cream what ratio. Color are those? Sh- 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 <laughs> Can you say shishito? I can't even say it. Sh- Shishito? Shishito. I've never Shishido. heard of that. <laughs> well, I'm not because you're a rube. All right. Actually, then, that goes into what we're going to talk about. All right. I got some diced jalapeno. I drizzle some uh, queso on top, throw it in the oven. Beautiful. And do you know what Drab said to me? It made me the happiest man in the world on Monday. What did I say? I don't even remember. Drab said, 
And when I showed him the picture of my finished product before I, I dug oh, into yeah, it, I remember, yeah. he, says, he says, that nacho plate looks like an app at a hard rock in Cancun. It does. <laughs> it, looked, it actually looked spectacular. And I'm jealous that he made such a, a perfect plate of nachos. And it did. It looked like it would be served at some tourist trap in Mexico, yeah. sitting on a coastline, enjoying a margarita. You know I'm going to show you this picture, and you're going to say it looks like Uncle Julio's. And you work there. I mean, the cheese was, like, melted. Perfect. And- I mean, it was perfect. But it, 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 So my, one compliment <laughs> just it, 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 look, invigorated it's not him. It's not enough. The competition I need, then was on for I Valdez. Need, I need more. So after we do that, Drab decides. But that was Monday. That was Monday. Drab decides he wants to do, uh, you know, a dinner challenge. Valdez never knows when I'm just throwing crap against the wall. He takes everything I say so seriously. I, I jokingly kind of said, "Hey, yeah, we should make the same. We should make the same dinners and and compare." That's right up my alley. Right, because I like competition and I like making I said, dinners. I said that and then I forgot about <laughs> it immediately. I came out my mouth. Never thought of it about it again until. What Drab's saying is that he, Drab is always on my mind. No, that's not true. I'm just making conversation. Right. And so Valdez, yeah, he couldn't, he he loved that idea. And next thing I know, I'm getting home from work that day. It's like, it's like 3 p.m. Valdez says, it's Taco Tuesday. We're getting making we're making dinner tonight. Let me see them pics. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what the f is wrong with this guy? He was very demanding. So demanding. First of all, I'm trying to hype you guys up for the taco challenge. I, he's got nothing going on. I, I really like, have so going he's got on. so little. He, he, he hyped us up that it was Taco Tuesday. Do you know what time that text? The text I hadn't even eaten breakfast. I had just woken up. The picture of his dinner came in. I looked at the phone. What was the timestamp? On Tuesday, he sent us a picture of his dumb tacos at 431. <laughs> That's what time I eat dinner. Oh my God. That means he started making that meal at about 2:30. That's about right. About- it was so so many ingredients, so much cooking. <laughs> I was, then I sat there and wondering, what the hell is Valdez going to do for the next four hours? He's got nothing to look forward to until he goes to bed. Well, That's- you made a, you made a good point in the text message but- though, is that he hid the meat. He did hide the meat. So much, so much fluff on top of that dry ass chicken. I don't. Well, Drabby sent a picture of his taco Wednesday, and he might call my chicken dry. You know, but, uh, hold but on, his, hold his ground beef looked like a big uh, pile of duty that he scooped out of Tinsley's diaper. That's <laughs> first of all. I told Valdez. I said, first of all, you just can't spring Taco Tuesday on me. Like, like I'm Tuesday, every Tuesday's Taco Tuesday. Like Who gonna, doesn't know that? Like I'm gonna run out to the store and, and buy a bunch of ingredients to make for dinner that night. Well, I assume that everyone has supplies uh, in their house to make tacos. No. So I told my mother-in-law, "Go to Giants." You run to Giants. When you go to Giants, will you get some ingredients? We'll make tacos tomorrow. <laughs> I liked your tacos. They weren't thought- as they weren't as elegant as mine. No, no. Valdez look like his, his did, tacos did, look like did, something you uh, find out. Puff up the presentation a little. Yeah, bit. he's got so much like j- junk on there. It's not junk. Like, what was the orange sauce? You had some that sort was of a orange spicy chipotle aioli that I, I yeah, drizzled. The sauce looked silly. I, yeah, Thank the you. way he drizzled it looked like he he care he put some care into it. There was. Now, can There's we get to Drab's tacos though? Drab's taco shells looked like a door stopper upside down. They were mo- the most ugly, <laughs> disgusting taco shell I'd ever seen. Those are those are life. Cha- those are called boats, by the way. Those are that's a life. Ch- those are those are life changing taco shells. It's actually I'm so happy you brought that up. 
because I couldn't believe you had no idea what those were. You'd never seen those? They're all over the, the Hispanic aisle. Uh, they look cheap. They're cheap. Very, and so, they look just, cheap and tasteless. Let me tell you something. Tor- tortillas are cheap, <laughs> dummy. Corn all... tortilla shells are silly. You... They taste great. They have they have salt on them. You realize right? that those things are basically the same exact things you use for a chalupa. It's... They look like lettuce, like a, like white lettuce. You I sure... can't believe you have no idea what a, a tortilla actually, boat is. The listeners are right. You are so dumb. <laughs> all that it is, it's it's the same taco shell made by El Paso or Mission or whoever makes it. It's they just form it into a boat so, so that it you're not folding everything it over. It doesn't spill it's, out. Yeah. It looked lifeless. Yeah. Use a soft taco shell then. I mean, come it is on. a soft taco shell. There's no shell. way that it's tasted good. It's a flour soft taco shell. It, you know I, I bet I could chew my fingernails and it would taste better than that damn this shell. This is what happens when you have pre- prepared material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Adam, what do you make at home? Yeah, I want to know. Make? I want to know what See, your you guys were asking me this. Is. When was the last time Awad cooked? I don't cook, okay? But you also think I Uber Eats every day. I don't. I go to the aisles and I find lean cuisines and the devour meals. Anything microwavable. Toss it in that biatch for five minutes and then stir it up and it tastes good. I actually feel sad, sad for life. Adam. Yeah, When's the last sad. time you've had a home-cooked meal? Uh... When I went to my mom's Looks house, Looks like for every her day by me, but that's <laughs> he really is. He's living a child's life. You you're joining on me for looking like a child today. Adam is living a child's life. He doesn't know how to pay bills. He doesn't know how to cook. He he doesn't have sex. He, he's he's literally I'm telling you, we've talked about this before on the junkies. Adam's life was destroyed. It was halt it was halted like at the he, age of fourteen. No, no. He stopped his his and I feel bad about this. This is but this is the truth. When your when his parents got divorced, Adam stopped maturing. That's not true. He, at all. he, he reverted back to childlike <laughs> tendencies. No, no, he just stopped. Oh. He didn't revert. <laughs> what age did your parents divorce? I was twenty two. I was already fully matured. No, I was, uh, I, was that's get, not I was not true. getting buns before that anyway. All right, that's well, not what, true. You told us that as soon you told us that you as soon as high school ended or your senior year of high school that what's, your, your parents what, told what's you they're the getting fo- divorced. What's the fondest memory you have of your parents together? I don't know. I mean, birthdays were always silly. All right. Well, about, I know your parents weren't divorced at twenty two. You were on the show at twenty three, and they'd been divorced for years or separated for years. No, no, no. They, I graduated college and I came home. And I lived in that house for about a month, and then they got divorced and separated. I didn't. I didn't. After college, I didn't have a place to live because of that. So they were divorced right after college. I. 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 I'm, well, something happened. At some point in his life, he's reverting back to his. It, his, me, it has nothing to do with my parents' child, divorce. I was sloppy my whole life, my whole childhood. All right, I never knew how to fold clothes. That has know, nothing but, to do with my parents' I know, but divorce. Eventually, eventually, you transitioned into adulthood. And you I get sized to. I'm Peter Pan. All right, I get sized to never grow up. Peter Pan is tiny. <laughs> Wendy's silly. <laughs> it looks like you've been eating a lot of Peter Pan peanut butter. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not eating it out of the trash, Valdez. All right, I heard that this week. Come on, you know that's a pretty good comeback. <laughs> that was a low point for you. That was. I. It was very uh, embarrassing to be caught. Uh, See, I don't understand basically, that. Basically, uh, dumpster diving. He he can afford steak at home, but when he's here, he's dumpster diving. Look. Something's fishy. Look, you can't take the hillbilly out of me. Still <laughs> wants to save a buck. At, yeah. the, at the end of the day, I, I was taught to be frugal. <laughs> I, was, I was taught to uh, 
clear your plate at dinner. I was taught uh, no, make no waste. And when I saw those peanut butter things, it, I will say, I will say this: is that the packaging made them look expensive. They, I think they were expensive rig- originally. All right, the packaging was very uh, intriguing, and it was. They're also like. It wasn't like a jar. it was in the trash. No, no. It wasn't like a jar of unopened peanut butter in the trash, but it looked like this expensive uh, boutique no, peanut butter. It, it, the reason why I think it caught your eye is because it's not regular peanut butter. It's like workout peanut butter. It's protein, extra yeah, protein. Yeah, yeah. They advertise it's, about it's for high lunks. protein. Yeah, it's it's for like after a workout or something like that. That's what that's what caught his eye. It, it definitely uh, caught caught the eye when it said uh, protein ten G's on it. Right. <laughs> the back. So I said, oh, I could use that. And so I went into the trash like George Costanza. All right. All and, those gifts were making me laugh. <laughs> All right. Uh, there, were, there wasn't that much trash in the can, and it was sitting on top, and it was packaged. So I thought I just brought it out, and I stuck it on the table, and then I tried the uh, toffee coffee peanut butter. And it tasted like expiration. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> of course. It tasted like mold. Yeah. Uh, At what point, ha- sticking your hand in the trash, did you realize I'm a donk? I realized that after the fact that it was just going to be Joan material. And that was just, that was my white trash instinct taking You don't over. understand. They were in the trash for 10 seconds. I dumped them. <laughs> I walked around the corner. I came back. They were on the, the, the lunch table. <laughs> And then I start asking everyone, who took the peanut butter out of the trash? Who did you think at first took it out? JP, for some reason. I don't know why I thought JP, because he loves throwing stuff away, but he's also incredibly annoying sometimes. So I thought it was JP who was just like being a busybody, getting involved in things that didn't concern him. Like, oh, I could uh, use these after my runs. Then I thought Cody Betts, who's on the midday show because he's a workout guy. I actually didn't think about you at all. (laughs) I was asking everyone, cakes. Landfill. Were you shocked that it was me? And then once I heard it was Valdez, you, I was you like, finally oh, put two and two together. All makes sense. <laughs> all these bargain basement guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> but the, those are something that would be in Ollie's markdown. That's something that I would go to the clearance rack for and purchase. Right. So there's a lot of food talk this week on the show. A lot of fun. I always enjoy EB stories about reviewing food. I, 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 you know I want what, more it, of that. You know what we're going to do, too, is uh, at some point we'll put my uh, nacho plate and our tacos on our IG story or something like that so people can see them when we're talking about right. it. Right. After Back, you hear this. Last thing about EB, though, I, I wanted to see. He actually went up to the bus driver and said, can you hold this for my drink? Yeah, that was a weird thing. That's that so I funny. Too. You think a bus driver yeah, wants to the, hold soggy this, old pizza? Yeah, by the way, well, this, he's smelling up the bus. This bus driver, you know, let's let's be honest. Driving a bus, it's kind of a, a thankless job. <laughs> all right, you probably have all these in, entitled Ivy Leaguers that you're chauffeuring around. They're probably singing songs. You know, you let's be honest. If you're driving a bus, you're probably not, you know, making the big bucks, and you're probably. I think that's a decent job if you're driving like a charter bus around. Well, I just I imagine it like a school bus. No, like no, in Billy. Like no, in Billy it's Madison. a charter bus. Yeah, we're like big I, silly college kids. <laughs> no, athletes. Well, I well, just, it still probably smells. I, I just I don't. Just when you hear bus driver, okay, you think right. you think of your school school time. Okay, uh, you thought person. of your school driver. Yeah, driver. no one's singing "Hail to the Bus Driver" <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, and then you, you have this homeless old man uh, who is giving you this cold pizza, and just and it's your responsibility to look after it. Well, I'm guessing he stashed You're, it somewhere. But. Well, I know, but, uh, it, you know, what if you get hungry? Someone could take it. 
You know, this person's looking forward to the pizza. You're responsible for that person's pizza, but you're already responsible for everyone's lives on the bus. The last thing you want to <laughs> worry about. Job. The last thing you want to worry about is someone's pizza toppling over. You should have tipped them. That would have been nice. Right. I think so. I think so. What do you make a clam pizza? Does that, that sounds awful. I'm to intrigued me. by it because I like clams. I like seafood. And I like clams too. I like fried clams. That's the only <laughs> seafood I'll eat. I get uh, size for fried clams. But I on get, a pizza, I don't know about I that. I get size for real clams that you that you steam and you put in pasta with a, a white sauce. Right. That, so clam pizza is right up my alley. I do like the idea of going to towns and trying pizza. You know what? Eric's like a regular Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I I liked about Eric this week, even though it kind of irritated. Eric's listening to Bit Season, and he came up to me this week and he said, "Drab, I've been listening to Bit Season. I have to tell you, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you get everything wrong. Uh, you, all your predictions about us, you're wrong about everything." And he said, "But and and it actually crushed me. I don't even remember what I said last week that, that you, I was, it was wrong some, about. It was something about his uh, his life crisis." About making or an extra five hundred. Oh yeah, I got the five hundred thousand wrong. He said it was five hundred to a thousand. Maybe he's right. Maybe he. Maybe that's what he was referring to, and that's what he said. But I heard what I heard, and I thought he said five hundred thousand. Right. But then he said, "I said, dude, you're killing me. Every 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 show you come in here and you tell me that I that I get all my predictions about the junkies wrong." And he said, "Well, I have one prediction for you. You were right about cakes." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What part?" And he said, "The cakes only cares about the small talk." <laughs> I noticed. Well, I didn't notice it, but I I was conscious of it this week, and of cakes coming of in, cakes and asking coming in about fantasy football. Yeah. You know, if if it doesn't intrigue cakes or make cakes laugh, mm-hmm. he really doesn't care. He and unplugs. Then he'll at least fake care if it's about fantasy. Yeah, and, and poker. And, and you know, Eric said, and maybe he. I don't think he'll care that this is on the show. He said, you know, Jason. Jason will let you know that he doesn't care about you. Yeah, you he'll know, let you know Jason, your face. Yeah, you know that Jason doesn't care about you. He, he's uninterested. He leaves the second. He won't talk to you. Cakes is his fake. He's fake nice to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but deep down, Cakes doesn't care about you yeah, at all. At least Jason is honest about it. Yeah. And then then he went on to talk about how Jason uh, was putting his arm around him at the steampunk appearance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess in front of rich people, yeah. Jason will pretend like he likes you. By the way, I've heard the word steampunk oh, yeah, a ten, steampunk. 10 million times this week. I was wrong about that last week where I said, oh, you, they're not mentioning the name of the company because it's off the books. We come back on Friday morning. They said steampunk 1,000 times on the show. Yeah, It was so annoying. I've, I've never heard of steampunk in my life. So many, so many details about that, about that, uh, that company <laughs> wearing steampunk hats. Someone told me they're coming on. They're advertising on the station now too. They are. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, or they're about well, to. Why, well, why bother? They've got, <laughs> they've gotten their share yeah. of ads. They, they get their plugs every morning. So uh, that was that was that was interesting. There was obviously a big story on the junks this week. Yeah, that, Some people are saying a Hall of Fame segment. Yeah, and that, was, and that was the Thursday show. The Thursday so show I, just a couple hours ago. So I recommend going back and listening to the junk show before bit season, before we break this down. Absolutely. A, a must listen before you before we talk about Tim in DC. Yeah. You want you're gonna want to pause bit season now, go back and listen to the eight twenty and eight forty five segment from the show so you know what we're talking about. Will you give me some credit for my radio instincts? I mean, that was a layup. It it was, it was a layup, but I could have tried to force it into a 740 segment, 745 segment, or run up against a guest. I perfectly placed that in the middle of the show where I knew we could get uh, call uh, officers to call in the second segment to off to offer advice. 
you got to give him credit. He he is very good at placing segments. It's, it's the one part of producing that he's very he's, good he's at. He's a guy fish for compliments. <laughs> I mean, you my got, own compliments. Up I mean, here. you got the I biggest. I said, give me credit. You got the biggest rod and reel looking for some producer compliments. I mean, that was yeah. But it that was that was perfectly produced. Thank you. And it was a good caller. The it guy was, e- was uh, it was easy to produce, but it was perfect. It, it was very easy to produce. <laughs> yes. Even though I did have to I had to sit through that story if all 30 minutes beforehand before yeah, you I got saw, on I here. saw Drab on the I saw He's Drab on the phone. Me non, the guy's texting me nonstop, giving me all the details. Drab was on the phone with this guy for 20 minutes. And as soon as I heard escort back page, I said, Oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> and the donk the donk's trying to get me to go to this website. That's while he's a, telling me the story, first of all, I, I don't want to do that while I'm at work. Second of all, you're telling me the cartel's trying to kill you because you went to this website. You think I'm going <laughs> to go to ebackpage.com and start poking around to see what I can find? Yeah. No, thank you. Or it looks like Sicario, an <laughs> yeah. opening scene with right. heads in the wall. Yeah. So he sent me these pictures, and we can't show them on, I mean, obviously to anybody, we can't tweet them out. But they're the most graphic photos ever. Looking at them, I told him, I said, dude, these look like they're from the internet. Like these not it's like someone didn't take these photos. In fact, I may have even seen some of these photos before. So I my, my It's basically basically someone uh screenshotted live leak. Drab, what was he like when he was talking to you? Was he like really sad and, and crying? No, 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 and no, no. Scared? he was doing nervous laughter. He was laughing a lot. Really? Yeah, you could you could tell when he was on air. He even said like that he when was, he came on air. Like he, was, yeah. he had some fright in his voice, but he was definitely laughing about it. Because I think uh, comedy is his uh source uh, uh to get right. get over with stuff. and he's friends this guy uh, this is why i love the p1s the people who listen to the, to the biddies by the way <laughs> we'll have to get into that later <laughs> we love uh, our biddies um there's a p1 out there that was thinking about the junkies so much that when he his friend told him of the story he said i don't know man you gotta call <laughs> the junkies and ask them i, I want to know how uh, why this p1 and why this friend of the show Immediately thought of the junkies when he heard this story. I think he, I think he, he, he like like Drab, he knows good radio, <laughs> and he's been listening a long time. And I you know guys, he, you, I you know guys can wants, probably figure it out if you I think about it. I know he wants it. to be anonymous, but this uh, this guy gets the Junior Producer Award of the Week. He does, and hopefully, I don't even know if he listens a bit season, but if you do, you definitely get the Junior Producer Award of the Week. The guy, first of all, Tim and DC, incredibly entertaining, good storyteller, got to the yeah, point. Yeah, he told the story very well, and that was with all of our interjections. Too. Except for JP, who goes, this is so convoluted. It was I easy. Fo- it was the easiest story to follow. Easily. It yeah. was very easy. Like when he's talking about how he's going to pay the person, and JP was lost. But that's because he's like technically... You know, he's a Neanderthal. Yeah, he doesn't understand that anyone can get your info. Zell or Cash App. He doesn't understand how people get get, get your information. Um, So I was actually concerned, and I actually hope this guy, everyone just said, ah, it's a scam, you're being scammed. And so now he's just going to ignore this guy. What happens if it's not a scam? Like, is there any chance, is there a 1% chance that these are, like, real bad guys that will come that will come after him? Right. So, Tim Tim basically— uh, They're going to come after him for wasting 20 minutes of their time? That's not what it's about. It's, it's about the, their demand—they found yeah. someone to, to demand money from. Right. They're blackmailing Tim because he was trying to get a hooker. Right. Yeah. And basically, they, uh, they said they—Tim is stiffing them, right? Right. Right. And because of that, he's going to— Find his family and kill him. I feel it's, it, here, here's here's why I I think this is such a scam and that how this is so false is because this pimp or this agency or this hooker who's running this blackmail isn't going to let's say let's say 
he goes, you know what? I call your bluff. Go find my go find my mom and kill her. All right? <laughs> I'm you, you want to taunt the guy? <laughs> well, that's what I would I would yeah. taunt this guy and say, go find him and go kill him. <laughs> right. All right? You think this idiot is gonna go find Tim from DC's parents? All right, and kill him for two thousand dollars? Probably not. But if you make someone angry enough, they might do something stupid. If you, especially if you taunt them. For two for two k, you're gonna risk your life. I was surprised about the number of guys that called in that we didn't put on air that had oh, that been is, through uh, this. That, that that was uh, another astonishing. So revelation. many guys have been through this. The junks, if the junks got bonused on escort radio yeah. and, and John's John radio, uh, we would get ten shares. My my the guys fav- would be living in mansions. My favorite part was all the junkies going, Tim, call the police, just call the police, <laughs> and then all the police officers called in off air and said. Don't call the police. <laughs> Don't bother us, us with We this. got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. There's I mean, nothing you can do. It's your fault for being scammed, you dummy. But that upset me a little bit. Like, the police acted like they didn't care at all. They don't care. I well, mean, you sounds, could show like a little bit this of compassion. Day. This guy's crying that he thinks, you know, somebody's going to come after him and kill him. Well, he shouldn't have been... Uh, Poking around on those websites. So what? Because you're horny, you don't get help from the police. Well, they, you know, the police officer said that in the air. He he's said, the horny police. He said it's at the bottom of the uh, uh, of the barrel for us finding uh, some scammer for some guy who was committing a, a legal act, anyways. I can't jerking off just be good enough for some people. I don't know. I, th- I thought about that all morning. I thought about that. Why do guys do ruin their lives and put themselves in terrible positions for for chasing women? Don't guys know how great jerking off is? Nothing beats your own hand. It's it, You're a professional. You know what you like. It gets the job done. No BS. You're not losing money. You're not dealing with drama. It yeah, all ends you, the same anyways. Yeah. These people that call in. That said, yeah, I've I've gone to e backpage thirty times. I've done it about thirty times or whatever. Swear- that, add up that two hundred dollars for thirty times. That guy spent six k six k on vagina. Hmm. Yeah, he, it's he could have he could have saved that money just by using his hand. It's the same guys that go to massage parlors all the time and literally are paying hundreds of dollars for the same thing that you could do <laughs> in five minutes. <laughs> and, and and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Not having some gross lady, and, and you know what? Uh, you know what else is mind blowing about this whole? By thing? the way, Adam would be a guy who would chase uh, yeah, around. I could, yeah, he, he I would see him that. if he had if Adam had excess money, uh, it would be such. If a I life, had money, would, I'd be living in Colombia. It'd yeah. be a life leak. Yeah, <laughs> but but don't guys don't guys like the chase a little bit? And you know, you're you're paying this whore two hundred dollars to come <laughs> over and do all the the business, but. But why can't isn't you just, there, isn't these, there some instinct? These chicks in are guys? so gross, right? Like, why wouldn't he just go out to an Allentown bar, bar and find some some just hog out there and take her home at closing time? Well, I know. Also, but the hunt. There's no hunt. I know. He's just paying the girl to come over and do the business to do, perform a there's service. No, I mean, there's there's got to be uh, some sort of chase, some sort of primitive. Uh, lion in you that is in the weeds stalking trying to find this, their prey this sound, it actually sounds like that, the, that kind of sounds yeah. a little creepy the way yeah. i described it there you sound like a one yes <laughs> it actually sounds like the worst night ever you you're you're paying for you're wasting you're money al- you're alone in a hotel yeah you're wasting money you're you're committing a crime of some sort right yeah you got to worry you about the feds kicking in the front door yeah, you got to worry about uh Officer of the law breaking down your door. Now you have to worry about the cartel coming to cut your head off. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be in some sort of newspaper for guys, a, for a John uh, hit. Yeah, guys are so stupid sometimes. We are. <laughs> They're so stupid. I'm not. I'm stupid about a lot of things. I'm not stupid enough to do something like that. 
Order a hooker. Order. I just have zero interest. Also, I, know. I don't even want. I don't. I don't want, want some. I don't want some meth head uh, putting condoms on me and and you know and, and telling me my time's up. I don't even. I don't even. First <laughs> like, like I'm some sort of parking meter. <laughs> not, not only that. I don't want to. I don't want to have sex. I don't want to let down the escort. <laughs> you imagine how much sex she has, and then I'm the worst she's ever had. I can. I can see that happening. Uh, it's her, like her, over, tell, her it's, telling her her other yeah. uh, whore friends. She it's goes like, back to her pimp, laughing at yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should have seen this, John. He had bigger titties than me. Right. Yeah. He lasted 20 seconds. <laughs> that was the easiest money I made for 30 seconds. <laughs> Just it sounds like a nightmare. But here, I, I actually have an update for the listeners. I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Is this the this is a bit season. This is a bit, bit season bit, exclusive. Yeah, bit exclusive. So I got a we got a kick out of Tim's story, and we were texting a lot. And so I texted him after <laughs> after the segment. And I was curious about one thing and one thing and only. This, is, this you know what? This should win the Pulitzer Prize. Right, this is this, great investigative. This is journalism. great journalism right here. So of course he was he was steamed up earlier in the night. He goes through a traumatic experience. Yeah, I mean he's he is so horny that, yeah. that he needs a, an escort. He needs an escort, and he said he had two options: either either get an escort or or hook it himself. Right. right. So he goes through this whole experience. He's getting threatening messages about guys <laughs> who want to kill him. He's telling so tell him all his middle school that he went to. Right. So I had I had one question for him. I said, Tim. Did you still hook yourself on Monday night? Because <laughs> I know what I I still I would have done that. And he goes, and, a death threat doesn't ruin your libido. He goes twice, LOL. <laughs> and so I said, was it Latina porn? <laughs> because he was uh, looking for a spicy Latina. Yeah, that's what he said. He was after he was after a Latina escort, and he said no. BBW. <laughs> Maybe I should go to Plenty of Fish. LOL. So I sent him the crying laughing emoji, and 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 all all you guys out there are gonna know who this is. So he said he was he was he was watching BB, BBW porn. So I said Sarah J question mark. <laughs> Brothers get size for Sarah J. And he goes, My Lord, yes. Even, even bigger if possible. I like the Chubsters. Sarah J Sarah J was the hottest back in two thousand nine. She was. <laughs> Still is. She's the good. No, no. I stumbled into a recent Sarah J video. <laughs> oh my God. That will ruin your night. I mean, she was disgusting ten years ago. But in 2021, a whole new ball game. How, still how busy. old is she now? She's, she looks like she's 55. <laughs> she, she's just so beat up. Slam right into a brick wall. I mean, look, she was never, she was never hot. She was always. This, this, Sarah J is the definition of available. What was the allure about Sarah J? Is that she had a big butt? She, just because she, she was so gross in the face, even 15 years ago. But she had that big butt. And this was before Big Butts came like super hot. Do you hot. even know who Sarah J is? No. Oh, oh my God. God. You're too young. Yeah. You're too young. I, who, who's the, the, um, we sound like Pete Metters. <laughs> <laughs> who's the, like all the 80s babes that Pete Metters always talks about, like the Swedish woman? Sia oh, or something, yeah. uh, something like that. Pete always like names off like these females from uh, from the eighties who did porn. I feel like a creep now. Well, this is our this is our wheelhouse because this is uh, in our youth when porn first hit the internet. Sarah J. Sarah J. was a mega star. She was, 
but <laughs> she was <laughs> she's just gross. I don't know what to say, but I think I think the allure was because she was she was dirty. <laughs> she looked like she was available. Like exactly you could get her. available. Yeah. You you could have sex with her. Adam could have sex with her. Yeah, Adam. You know that I know somebody that, that used to um, those 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 women used to go to like town to town and you could you could hook up with them like you could pay <laughs> I, to have I, sex with Sarah I, J. I think we know the same person. I think we do too. <laughs> I don't think he ever followed through, but he was yeah. always titillated by like spending a thousand dollars to for have a sex night, for a night with Sarah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were just like D-list porn stars. <laughs> I'm sure they still do that kind of thing. I, I don't I'm, know. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Is that their side hustle? It's their side hustle. <laughs> well, maybe not now with OnlyFans. Um, but that was a wild segment today. It was a your lot homework, of fun. Yeah, your homework tonight, uh, Adam, is to uh, Google Sarah J. All right. Watch, yeah. At least watch one video. Watch and one g- video and give me your review. Right. All right. Well, I like her as much as like Lisa Ann. Different class of women. Yes. Okay. I don't know the uh, different stratosphere. Yeah. Um, what did you guys make of EB's? Obsession with Katie Couric this week. I like it. So random, right? I, you know, it's good to have some fresh blood in the EP. So, the, so much. The fr- Britney stuff is starting to get uh, thank so you. old. I've been telling you this for forever. No, I've stopped. Uh, dude, I've stopped putting Britney uh, stuff in He's the EP. He's finding his own. He finds his own Britney stuff. Yeah, he, it's, it's been a lot of Britney. Too much Britney. I actually still. I actually like the Ben Affleck stuff. I so I gotta get. I a don't kick know out. why, but I. Well, because he's a guy. It hasn't run its course. Yet. No, it's just because he's a guy. He's a guy whose life is falling apart. Yeah. And um, I, I, I could actually do a Ben Affleck story every day of the entertainment page, <laughs> but I'm tired of the Britney. I just don't care about her. And tired of the J Lo. Uh, but Katie Couric was a new one. I, uh, by the way, it <laughs> so, tilts it tilts me to no end. Uh, yeah. You say Katie Couric. I know. Name. I like saying I like saying Couric. I like saying Katie Couric. Whatever. Katie Couric. I grew up on Katie Kirk and Matt Lauer. They were they were I the know, best. I know, but Drab says Drab says like Keurig. No, whatever. Katie Kirk. Oh my god, <laughs> you really do botch it. Yeah, <laughs> Katie. It's been Keurig. tilting me for the last I know, few days. I know. Yes. And no one else has caught on to it. Yet. I actually do. I, I know. And I know he's doing a bit because that's his thing is mispronouncing words. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom Green. All right, Katie Keurig. All right. All right. I actually didn't find the bullying stuff that interesting. EB said, insane, threw her life away for this. <laughs> like, anybody still cares about Katie Keurig. So is <laughs> Eric going to read the book? He, no. He, I think he needs to follow through. If he, if he's this interested in her life, I think he needs to read the book and kind of do a, a book report for us. Highlight all the juicy parts and come in and give us a, a, a rundown, a synopsis, a Cliff Notes version of right, it. Right, because now he's just he, reading headlines and overreacting. Yeah. What did you make about the dirty underwear? You seemed really into that. Like, I don't know what you're picturing. <laughs> Somebody laugh. even said drab likes that. I don't think I'm. I'm not into soiled underwear. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't say soiled, but but well, that's maybe, what I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking like sweat laden. Oh, okay. Well, so do you think like like, <laughs> like she's you know walking- how you know how when you're in college or or when you're 34 years old. And you don't know if a pair of underwear is dirty or not, and you do the sniff test. Right. Okay. I imagine Katie Couric doing that with her panties, and they go, "Ooh, 
these are raunchy, and then turning them inside out, and then getting dressed. There was no, there was nothing. Se- there was there was nothing sexy about that that story about her looking like and living like a teenage boy and wearing soil soil boxers. Around I, think the house. Katie, I think Katie Keurig does the sniff test a lot right, every right. day. And if that was a, a gross story. And you know what? Maybe she's trying to be helpful to her maid. Why? It's just like, the, yeah, trying to keep the laundry countdown. She was the nanny. She wasn't or whatever. the maid. Yeah. She's trying to keep the laundry countdown. She doesn't have enough tide. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't think uh, Katie Keurig stories yeah, are, are going to We do say we have female listeners. There's no way. I want to know if a female listener actually does the sniff test. That's got to be a guy thing. That's a guy thing. It's got to be a it's guy such thing. such a guy thing. Can I tell you about my tilt of the week that has to do with this? <laughs> maybe, think... maybe, that's a, maybe that's a segment with this that we can come up with our own tilt of the week. JP screaming at Eric that he needs details <laughs> of, of what Katie Keurig said to her nanny was so tilting. It was making me so angry and eric was like i don't know i don't i don't remember this is the story is that she's bullying people and he's like give me details why did jp need details of it and like why did he need eb to rattle them off i don't know maybe he's a a a katie keurig fan i think he was he was was like a leave katie keurig alone boy (laughs) like he was insulted that eb was attacking her if the guys did that to jp for every story that jp did can Mm -hmm. you imagine how annoyed he'd be or how defensive he'd be no i don't want jp i don't want any more details from jp too many details in jp stories can we talk about jp not leaving the office today is that a bit season topic what do you mean we, well, the we fact that he was about. just talking to everybody and talking their ear off left yeah i mean um what do you make of the daily deuce the daily deuce it's well something i noticed is is JP was praising the segment, like going, "Oh, that's a good idea." All right, why? Why would JP be praising a deuce segment? He never, he never even talks during those segments because he's because <laughs> he he's grossed out or he doesn't like he it. doesn't like duty talk. Yeah, is JP liked the segment because the name had alliteration. Yeah. And JP loves alliteration, <laughs> so he is in support of he the would daily do, deuce. He would do a segment he doesn't like just because of the alliteration. Yes, he's all I, about branding. I think that's why he canceled QB quarter of. <laughs> He didn't like the name enough. <laughs> yeah, there was no alliteration. By the way, JP canceled QB quarter off. More well, or less. Tried, no, more or less. No, he tried to usurp it and then drag put, it, drag I got put Rick it down. About it. I got Rick about it one day. He came in and said, like, we need to be doing uh, uh, here's, here's blitz what, on yeah. Mondays. And we, it was too much. So I just I just phased it out. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody put, seems to be missing it. Yeah, Drab put a bullet in its head. <laughs> All right. Um, the thing about that made me laugh about the Daily Deuce is that Cake said, "New new segment alert! Like we're going to be doing this segment <laughs> weeks on end, or it's a new permanent benchmark on the yeah, junkies. It's not a benchmark. I will right. say that it was just we're funny. Gonna do, we're going to do it fr- uh, Friday, and that's it. That's going to be the end of the daily deuce. There was one do- like one farting story earlier in the week that we actually put on the rundown, and then we had breaking news on Wednesday or, t- or Tuesday <laughs> yeah, about Megan Trainer's toilets. About Megan Trainer's toilets." And so they made a comment about about too many deucing stories. So then we just figured we'd finish the week out with it. But it's certainly not going to be a segment on the show of us talking about farting and every day at nine forty five. <laughs> yeah, at nine forty five, we're not talking about dumps or passing gas. I'm actually not opposed to it, but uh, we maybe, don't want to cram for it. Bit, maybe for bit season, but maybe yeah. uh, not for the junks. Right? Did you ever think though? Would you do the the double toilet bit? 
No. Uh, what, with who? My wife? I, I would do it. I would do it with another bro. I don't care. I mean, I get <laughs> bored when I'm taking a, a dump. If I had someone to talk to or... Oh, no, right. it's, oh, hold on, it's different. Oh, whoa. Hold on, it's hold different. It, it's very you, different sitting you, in the, next to a person in a stall. This, so, this, Adam, so Adam, who was last week against, like, so homophobic about male locker rooms and taking showers with a bunch of guys, no, wants I was, to now I was, take a crap I was next the, to his bro. His I was against the pissing on each other's legs, all right? that's You took it way too far with that. So now you want, with no stall, you want to sit in the same room as your friend Larry. You want to stare at me while a turd is coming out. No, I won't look at you, but if you're next to me or, or in front of me, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll talk to you. You know what, actually, I'm curious about. I used Adam. to play battle Adam, shoots Adam all the time. Adam hears these segments and thinks, what wild thing can I say to, to blow the guys away? Oh, I got it. I'm going to agree with Megan Trainer <laughs> <laughs> and want to take a duty next to my, my buddy Larry. I see nothing wrong with yeah, it. With Larry. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Uh, Just two guys look. taking power dumps and talking about their days. You're yeah. a weird one. Yeah, you do that and get back to us. I mean, it's not as weird as EB taking pictures or calling his kids into the room. Well, hey, a, look at this big log. Well, that is weird, too. No. You want to be just that as was, weird? You're actually right about that. EB and his brother texting pics of their duty. What do you make of Eric's uh, phrasing of it? You know, can I tell you something? Baking a brownie. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like you and me know how to do, talk about farting segments and play the sound effects and make them funny. I found out, we found out this week, that EB doesn't know the line, and he went so far uh, past that talking about uh, him and his, uh, Matt Bickle sending each other duty pics and talking about it coiling around the toilet. <laughs> it was so gross. I wanted to freaking puke. If I had to, if I had to hear him describe it as unbreakable one more time, yeah. it was so over the top. <laughs> well, uh, Adam, no wonder Adam liked that yeah. segment. The adjective unbreakable had, yeah. had me puking in my mouth. It was too much. It's just baking a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did he say bacon a brownie? I, <laughs> Maybe the grossest I phrase in American language. <laughs> and then he said it today. He ripped one in, 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 in CK's sorry, office. He said, sorry, guys, I'm baking a brownie. <laughs> he's so gross. Yeah, but he's he's got a problem with what I'm wearing, and he's the grossest person and, and most disheveled person in this building. <laughs> I don't know. It was, that segment was too much. It's, that's a, the daily deuce ended. I knew I wanted out of it. You know, and, that might be my tilt of the week. Right. It, is the phrase baking a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but it's so tilting. I, I never want to hear that phrase again. <laughs> daily deuce is a fun idea, but yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it tomorrow because it's getting flushed after that. <laughs> All right. Nice one. Um, the good week on the show this week. I think uh, we got to pay attention. We can't forget about Fridays. Fridays are a big, sh- uh, big shtick day on the show, and we got to remember what happens on Friday can carry over to the next bit season. Correct. Was there something from last Friday? No. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's got. But nothing. be aware. But be aware. Yeah. Yeah. Can just, I just saying we can recap? Can I ask you about that though? Because I, I got a, a DM from someone saying they wanted. They didn't understand what we meant when we said the guy's got nothing. All right. So what I I'm just wanting what can you notice about the guys? I, I can tell to, you exactly good. when the guys got nothing. When you listen to that first segment and you hear them rip off five topics in about 14 <laughs> minutes yeah. during that first segment where they jump around from every news story known to man, they recap the 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 Thursday night game, uh Eric is too busy looking at his orbits page, thinking about where he's going to travel to. Jason's thinking about what country club he's playing this weekend. Um, and JP's got his uh, mileage on his mind about how far he's going to run. 
And Cakes is thinking about fantasy and poker, and they're literally talking about nothing for 14 minutes. Yeah. They go from topic to topic to topic. You they guys bounce may around. Not know. You guys may not know. That means but they got nothing. They got nothing when they blow through the rundown in the first segment. <laughs> and it means like they're first of all, they're not even looking at the rundown and, and the outline and knowing what to save and 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 how to. Yeah. Um, when they when the guys got nothing is when they'll say, "Did you see Juan <laughs> Soto was in the front row at the Dodgers game?" Yeah. And it's like the main topic of the day <laughs> that we're going to be talking about, and they randomly say it, JP, yeah. with like we, sixty seconds left in the segment. Friday morning, when you hear uh, Eric or someone else go, man, the Seahawks blew out the Rams. What happened? <laughs> when you hear that, yeah. that's when the guys got nothing. Yeah, you you can kind of tell. It's just they're, they're it's an it's kind of an instinct. Yeah. It's a producer instinct. It's like when they they just blurt out like uh, something that is going to be a big topic later. Yeah, in the when show. they're do- when they're doing topic roulette in the first segment, that's when the guys got nothing. Exactly. Um, JP did that earlier in this week when we were talking about uh, the Washington football team trainer. Didn't he blurt out something? He that... brought up Lurch's TikTok in the middle of that setup. Oh, that was that was actually that's was that your tilt of the week? No, that's my tilt of the week from you. Wow. That was I was so tilted at Adam this past weekend. Adam, last week on the show, we all know what Adam said was way inappropriate. We probably right. should have cut it out of the show, but we didn't. We didn't. But what we basically we uh, we didn't talk about it. We didn't really talk. It was about like it. Fight Club on on the show because I don't, don't want to antagonize Jason. Right, and Jason's uber protective. Like of his I kids. want I, I want our joining on the guys to be fun and kind of be lighthearted and them not to take it seriously. What Adam said was kind of weird, and. Funny, kind of funny at the was, same time. It was but some sort of weird. It came from a perverse place. <laughs> no, made it, me, it made me uncomfortable. Yes. And then he's like tweeting me. He's doubling past, down. He's on doubling the down on, on on how stupid it was to say what he said. And he's tweeting me uh, screen grabs of Jason on his daughter's TikTok. It like blew me away. First of all, he's like, who knows. I don't yeah, even who, know Jason's daughter's names, let alone their TikToks. And then he's tweeting me videos of their TikToks, wanting me to comment again on his on his daughters, which I'm not going to do. Yeah, we're out of the daughter biz. First yeah. off, you guys are pussies, all right? Because that's what bit season is for, is to Joan on the junkies. Second off, I was making fun of the fact that Lurch was in the TikTok making weird faces and talking about Josh Richards, who I know you love because you're obsessed with stoolies and the BFF pod. I actually... I've never listened. That's you just say wild things. I've never listened to BFF Pod. I'm definitely not a stoolie. I like Dave Portnoy. Okay, and uh, I know who Josh Richards is just because he's in. Like, yeah, I guess he's one of the top influencers. But I know some of those people who aren't on that show. But it was just, it was you knew everything about that. Stop. I did not. I did not. I, I had nothing I to do with Lurch's ha- daughter on the TikTok. I had yeah, everything to do with Lurch's faces. No, that he was Why are no, you following them? Somebody mm-hmm. sent it to me. Your instincts are terrible. It's bit season material. No, it's not. Let me tell you. Jason's daughters are not bit season material. We don't talk about J. It wasn't about Jason's daughters. It was about him on TikTok. The image of Jason Bishop, who doesn't even have Twitter or Instagram, getting on a TikTok. You on his daughter's TikTok is weird. Especially after the comments. Like, it's a private TikTok. I didn't it's, not know, like, it's not like JP's daughter where he's trying to promote her. It's a private TikTok. It would be be less weird. Have you ever heard of TikTok being private? Are you kidding Adam, me? Adam, it would be less weird if you didn't say how much you wanted to f*** his daughters. Yeah. I didn't say that. Basically, that's what you said. No, not at all. Yeah, that's basically what you said. No, I, I said somebody in Blacksburg. <laughs> the fact that you were even thinking about that <laughs> yeah. is weird. 
Yeah. I mean, these guys are radio legends. You know, if I if I was able to uh, to bang, you know, one of the hosts of NBC or ABC, I'd be psyched to do that. Can I tell you something? To do a local celebrity. There's not one student in Blacksburg that cares about Jason Bishop. All right. Okay. Only someone would be interested in his daughters because they're attracted to her or they know her. Nobody wants to have sex with his daughters because it's Lurch's daughter. I think Only you might you be watching. I think you might it, be watching too much porn. Yeah, it's so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> He's a celebrity. Right. <laughs> you got some <laughs> infatuation with celebrity that I don't understand. <laughs> all right. Well, here, here I'll say I'm not talking about his daughters anymore. You tweet all you want about it. Yeah. Don't include me in the tag. I'm not please. saying anything about don't, them. I'm talking about Lurch. Right, don't on don't tag me if it. Please ha- don't tag me. Don't okay. tag me. It was a listener that sent it first. All right. No, good and, for and then JP brought it up. JP brought it up on air. I never even sent it to JP. I know because JP does that. He's got no filter. He doesn't know yeah. what's appropriate on air either. You right. and JP are in the same boat. Yeah, because JP had nothing. Right, but that's <laughs> the thing. Is you're too scared to attack <laughs> JP. Grow some balls. He's always tweeting. People say, oh, bit season sucks, and he'll respond, thanks for listening. You know, why don't you tell him not to respond? Because that brings more attention to it. Because people see the comments when you respond. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Are people saying bit season sucks? I didn't see those comments. No, it was just one person. They probably wanted me fired. Oh, no. I see a lot of comments about you off the show. I, I just think which I like. I, I just think you're, sometimes you're, you're scared to take a shot at JP. Um, I think we've been pretty hard on JP, lovingly though. Yeah, I I would say we've been kind of tough on him. Yeah, we were we, tough on Eric. Yeah, but Eric likes it. Yeah, we just he, pick out their flaws. But for us, it's all in good fun. You like you like want to hate on people. You're like you want you like want you have legitimately fight. hate. No, it. I want to get revenge for them to- calling me a stinky, ugly, fat piece of crap for five years yeah well I, I, I don't see anything against that that's it, why me calling anything about lurch or anything i don't give a crap are you kidding me they they, they were making fun of my parents you know like I, it's it's all fair game adam, what do you mean adam they tell me i have sex with hippos right all right it's yeah. just it's it's not that big a deal i don't have a, i'm some, not taking anything we might have personal to pull aside about what's appropriate <laughs> on the show and what, what we're trying to get out of it <laughs> He's trying to ruin careers. <laughs> he's, he's out for some revenge. He thinks this podcast is his chance at revenge. I meant it in a funny way. I don't want to ruin careers. Are you kidding me? I love the junkies. Okay. All right. And their daughters. Yeah, their daughters. <laughs> you guys are creepy. I, I still can't believe that's worse than you guys openly saying you enjoy hey. on each other's legs when you're in the shower. Hey, do you know? You said, Valdez said below the knees is okay. I wanted to vomit. Are you hey, kidding? Hey, do you know Adam pitched the idea to me of he wanted to do a junkie's hot daughter contest? No, I didn't. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but you believed yeah, it. I believed you for a second. That is actually <laughs> something he would 100% pitch. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. It's so inappropriate. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. We got to get out of here. Yes. What are we Before doing? we get fired. I got a tea time. This might be the last bit season. Yeah. No, just kidding. Thank you guys for listening to Bit Season Episode 5. We are at 50,000 downloads already through four episodes. That's a big number for us, and we are having a great time doing it. And a specific thank you to Tom on my softball team because uh, last night at softball, he said, he goes, hey, man, really digging the show. I said, oh, great, man. And I thought I was talking about the junkies, and he was talking about Bit Season specifically. He's a Bit Season P1, and he told me it's better than the junks. I do like those comments. For those some make reason, me feel good. I get pleasure out of that. Yeah, a little bit. Right. Maybe we are kind of like Adam. <laughs>
All right, guys, thank you much, uh, very much for listening. Have a great weekend. Be sure to tell people about the show and, and yes, please on your social word. media. We want to grow the show, and we want um, more people to enjoy it and turn more people onto the Junkies and to this show as well, and that's kind of like the big picture of it. We want people listening to the Junkies and talking about the Junkies. Um, all right, guys, have a great weekend, and we will see you next Thursday. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.